Welcome once again to another episode of the Random Access Podcast, brought to you by RAPodcast.net. This is episode 613, recorded live on Sunday, November 3rd, 2019. And here are your hosts. The man who I don't believe did any trick-or-treating, Dave Pillay. I did the opposite of trick-or-treating. I was tricked and treated. The man who's going to ask about that, Andy Lohai. Wait, what? Well, I gave out candy. If going trick-or-treating is the action of going to the house and asking for getting candy, would that not make me the one who was tricked and treated? Well, yeah, that would actually make... that. It seems like now that I think about it, this seems to be all backwards. Yeah, it always has been, right? The, yeah. the, the idea of trick-or-treating is going and asking trick-or-treat. Yes. And the, the question then posed is... Does the person at the house try to trick you or give you a treat? And no one ever goes for the trick, right? We always just treat. Yes, it's much easier than trying to learn close-up magic. <laughs> so, I was I was tricked or treated. Yeah, that, now that I now that I think about it, it should be exactly because you are the one who is either tricking or treating. So you would be the trick or treater, and the uh, the person going out for candy should be the trick or treatee. Yep, but it's the opposite. Well, I feel like it's really sh- about who's asking the question, not taking the action. Yeah. So I I stayed at home, uh, and I did something I don't think I've ever done on a Halloween before. I shoveled my driveway. <laughs> <coughs> yeah, we had snow as well, but it was not <clears throat> that bad. We had four inches. Yeah, no, I was, uh, our corporate engineer was in town all week. And so, you know, he's from Green Bay, Wisconsin. So, yeah, yeah he was, he oh, was so he's tell- like, yeah, this is nothing. Yeah. We got tons of snow back home. Yeah. No, he was telling me all about the stuff up in Green Bay. And I'm just like, mm-hmm. I don't doubt it because the uh, Green Bay it's, is it's Green Bay. It's yep. way far north. It's it's right there in the he did the other thing that really was weird. He was actually giving me hmm. directions for Wisconsin of where things were located using his hand. <laughs> yeah, that's been spreading here. I try to stop it. He was like, yeah, did it's he, a, like stick it's out up. his pinky a little bit. No, no, like, no, no. He had his left hand out and he's like, oh, yeah. you know, this thing, you know, this county is up in the thumb. And I'm just I'm thinking, no, it's not in Saginaw. <laughs> you don't have a thumb. <laughs> you have Wisconsin. This, you have this weird appendage that <laughs> most likely would be probably removed by a doctor. <laughs> The tables have turned. <laughs> Only because I'm sick, you asshole. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you look at Wisconsin on a map, it is... That's not a hand. Michigan is a mitten. Wisconsin is not. And I go, like, oh, no, but Door County over here, it's kind of like the thumb. I'm like, no, no, it's not. That doesn't look... If you put two of these things in front of a kid and said, which one looks like your hand... They would answer Michigan. What's really funny, though, was the fact that he was talking about Duluth, Minnesota, and I thought that was, like, super far north. I mean, no. it, it is, but it's not the furthest north. No, it's, it's on the same level as Sault Ste. Marie, latitude-wise. Yeah. So you've got, like, you got a lot of, you got you a got lot of latitude. A third of Minnesota, before, yeah. like, above that, yeah. Yeah, it's on the same latitude as Fargo. It's just like, whoa. Yeah. That one threw me for a <clears> loop. It's the, the like, westernmost point of Lake Superior. Yes. And Lake Superior goes down. 
from its northernmost point. Like, yeah. It is, however, like, the most populous city along the coast from there all the way to the end. Yeah. Well, mm. it, especially since most of the coast in is the part US. of... I, I don't know what is in Canada, but... Uh, Thunder Bay would probably be the biggest one up there. Yeah, but, like, I have no idea how big Thunder Bay is to you. No, but I keep hearing about... the population of Thunder Bay? No, I don't, but I keep hearing about... uh, Thunder Bay, ba 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 1816... Wait, I have the internet. I can find this out. Really, Google, your quick facts aren't going to tell me... The population? The population. Nope. Thanks, Google. I mean, Andy. Yeah? I could just type it in. 110,000. Yeah, yeah, you could type, you could literally type it in. It would have taken you no time at all. It's 110,000. It's slightly smaller than Ann Arbor. <clears throat> but yeah, no, it was, it, it was, it was fun where, you know, he's, I'm talking about the weather. It's like, oh yeah, no, this is no problem. No yeah, problem at all. This is nothing. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 This is, this is nothing. No, he did not have, did not have that accent. Didn't have a, a good Wisconsin, Wisconsin accent? No. <clears throat> I'm I'm slowly building one up that I can I can call on. But how did we get on this topic? Right, Halloween. Yes, we were talking about Halloween, and and so what did you go as? Oh, I did my uh, I did my Waldo outfit. Okay, because that's the easiest one that you know, especially since I was going to be with him the whole day. Mm-hmm. I just you know I came into the office. I did my little like office outfit. And then I just literally took off the hat and changed back to my normal glasses. And then it was boom. You know, then I was just a guy in a striped shirt. Cool. It's, 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 it's all about the hat and the glasses. And, yeah. the, you know, you have the striped shirt, you know, maybe, yeah, you could get away with it. But as soon as you put on that red and white hat and the glasses, well, not even the glasses. There's been times where I just put on the hat and people already get the costume. <laughs> You're like, it's Waldo. Yeah. Uh, I had two Waldos at work. It, at, like in the lunchroom, mm-hmm. as I was getting lunch with my trainees, there were two people dressed as Waldo there. I was really tempted to go and sit at the table. It was one of them with like three of my trainees. So clearly it had been like their epic rep. And I was really tempted to go over there and say like, hey, can I sit with the three of you? Uh, and, and, you know, pretend that I can't find this person. And then I realized, no, no, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to be that person. I did dress up in costume for work, though, which was fantastic, because not only did I dress up, almost all of my team dressed up. Nice. Like, we were all training, and we were all there in costume, and it was fantastic. Yeah, there uh, was, at work, I think, one, two. Yeah, two people were in actual costume, then there was me. Uh, one lady had a cowboy hat on, Yeah, which, that's not really a... Costume. It's not a costume, but at least, like, it's the spirit. Yeah. Right? Doing something you wouldn't normally wear. That's good. I'll take it. So, yeah, no, I was just like, this is kind of just sad. I, so let's see. Of the people that I know what their costumes were, uh, I was Arthur Dent. Same thing I was last year, which was fantastic, because I got to just go to work in, like, pajamas and a bathrobe. Yeah. Um. I actually got a lot of compliments on the costume, mostly from people who I don't think actually understood the costume and thought I was just like a guy who rolled out of bed. Um, that, But within 45 seconds of walking into the building, someone said, are you Arthur Dent? I'm like, yep. She's like, that is a fantastic costume. I'm like, thank you. Um, my, my co-trainer was Marty McFly. 
So he came with like a red puffy 80s thing and, and a, like he looked like Marty. Um, we had a Dr. Jane Goodall who was wearing kind of the, the typical safari outfit, but then had a bunch of little chimps hanging off of her. I could stab uh, yeah, that's a good one. We had guy on vacation in Bahamas. So like Hawaiian shirt and, and like, you know, the zinc on the nose and the, the floppy hat. Uh, we had a, uh, what was he? He was a stock photograph. <laughs> he came to work as a, a stock photo of like business meeting. So he had taken literally one of the stock photographs of like, you know, it's everyone smiling and, and shaking hands and like being all and like cut out one of the faces and then put it on cardboard and then stuck his head through it. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, and then my cousins. So my cousins and I have a shared chat that we don't use very often, but we do use. OK. And some of them started posting their photos. And so uh, one was the Phantom of the Opera, which is what he wore to his work. Uh, one of them was Wallace and Gromit, which was awesome. Uh, my sister posted a Twitter feed and her her costume is I'm going as a former gifted child for Halloween. The whole costume is going to be people asking, what are you supposed to be? And me saying, I was supposed to be a lot of things. <laughs> <coughs> That's funny. So it was a, it was a pretty good Halloween. Unfortunately, it snowed. Yeah. And. I live on a cul-de-sac with no sidewalk. Oh, yeah. So the people who were like, I'm already a a lower amount of people trick-or-treating because the parents don't want to do it because there's no sidewalk, so they have to walk in the street. Yes. And it snowed. And so we usually get like between 60 and 80 kids. We got like 20. Yeah. I fell asleep on the couch Waiting for trick-or-treaters. <clears throat> yeah, we were, um, I was late getting back. Um, I think by the time I got back, there was literally like a handful of kids, but <clears throat> Kate said, um, according to her rough estimation, we were down 30 to 40%. Yep. So. Because you got a little snow. Yes. But still, it was, dust. it was raining out and it was oh yeah it was it was just a bad night for trick-or-treating mm-hmm. <clears throat> i got a lot of oh this is one to remember i'm like eh, my wife is from northern michigan this is not uncommon laura remembers trick-or-treating in feet of snow yes next Literal year though snow next year is gonna be a year though because halloween's on a saturday again okay and and you expect there to be snow or no 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 it's it's going to be on a saturday plus um it's also the um daylight savings time switch from saturday or yeah saturday night sunday morning cool okay so that's going to be that's going to be a fun back to back so people will be like out later i don't no. know no it's just that's going to be the the fun bit i'm going to have to those are pretty orthogonal bits of fun yeah it's just the two little bits together <clears throat> okay that and <coughs> yeah, gotta love time change. Yep. Like today. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm gonna have to go in and take a look <coughs> at the uh, logs. I already know there's about five stations that didn't do it right. Oh no! Which, they didn't do their their um, daylight saving correctly. Nope. 
You know what scares me about daylight saving? What? Computer systems that encode things in local time. Okay. That's what scares me. Because, like, when did this thing happen? Oh, it happened at one thirty in the morning. Which one thirty? Right. Yeah, which no, one thirty, and and which one came first, the one at one thirty or the one at one forty-five? Well, that's what. <clears throat> yeah, looking at the logs is always fun during this when I have to basically. I'm gonna you know go in Monday morning and basically do a post mortem across all fourteen stations that I have to deal with. Yep. And send out an email going, okay, you screwed up, you screwed up, you screwed <clears throat> up, you didn't, you half screwed up. Congratulations. The the fun one is the half screwed up guy. <clears throat> Which I think I only screwed up a little bit. Yeah, because he put the two hours of music in, but he put a um, he put two one a.m. time sinks in, which means it will hit the first one a.m. time sync and then literally jump to the second one a.m. time sync and start playing from there. So he would have skipped (coughs) an entire yeah the the extra hour of music he programmed into the system. So it's just like "Mm, you were close. But you were wrong. But yeah, no, looking at, looking at the logs, luckily the logs just always append at the end. Mm-hmm. So it will go, so the, you know. You'll, you have the in order that way. Yes. Okay. Um, cool. What did Isaac go as? Uh, we tried to get Isaac to dress up, but he didn't. Yeah, he didn't want to. Was not, was not having it? No. And yeah, with all the rain and everything, Kate didn't want to go outside, so. <clears throat> okay. So did you go trick-or-treating? No. Oh. I thought you started this with saying that you went trick-or-treating. No, no, no. I asked if you had done the trick-or-treating. Oh, okay. I was at work until seven-something, yeah. Oof. Yeah. It was a a 50 to 60-hour week for me this week. Oof. Well, let's let's get off of work so that you don't fall into that. That's gross. Ah. Hopefully everything's okay. Uh, Speaking of this week... And things that happened this week and that are happening right now, BlizzCon! Where Blizzard tries to make up for everything that they did wrong. Let's be clear. Where Blizzard tries to make up for everything Activision did wrong. Blizzard is not blameless in this, don't get me wrong. But, like, how much of it was actually Blizzard, the company where, you know, every voice matters, global company. And how much was Activision, which is, we want money. I don't know. They seem to be one and the same right now. But, I mean, because Activision bought Blizzard a long time ago and holds on to them, and we'd really like them to, like, not. I think, Andy, what I need you to do is orchestrate a takeover of Activision so that we can get Blizzard out of there. Activision's current value... Seven point five billion revenue yeah. last year. Yeah, I didn't say actually take it over. I said organize a takeover. Yeah. Oh, Activision Blizzard. <clears throat> Two thousand eight. Activision's parent. Who the heck was Activision's parent? Yeah, who owns Activision? I mean, it's Bobby Tencent. No, Tencent only owns like five percent of them. I don't think Activision has a parent company. I thought it was just Activision. Well, Activision Blizzard owns Activision and Blizzard Entertainment and King and Major League Gaming. So it was Activision and Vivendi, and those two merged. And then, yeah. Yeah. Activision Inc. is the actual, like, company. Oh, no. Activision Blizzard is the, the like, top level. Yes. 
So now you need to somehow try and <laughs> break apart the parent in order to get the two siblings, I guess. Yeah, they are not co-equal. Because, yeah, within the structure, Activision serves to manage numerous third-party studios and publish all of the parent company's games outside of those created by Blizzard. Yep. <clears throat> anyway, BlizzCon. Yes. Uh, Blizzard trying to, to win people back and say, like, no, 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 we're really sorry. We didn't actually realize what we were doing. We didn't mean it. How do you feel about all that? I don't know. It's it's something when you literally have your uh, is yeah the, your president of the company coming out on stage, you know, yeah, to say you know formally apologize for what they did. I mean that doesn't make everything better, right? Well, no. It, also, the fact is that he didn't you know name anybody. He didn't call any of it out by name. No, no. So you know, I am sorry, and I accept <clears throat> accountability. Uh, we moved too quickly. Yeah, we moved too quickly in our decision, and then to make matters worse, we were too slow to talk with all of you. We didn't live up to high standards we had set for ourselves. We failed in our purpose. Uh, I'm sorry, and I accept accountability. What exactly is our purpose? BlizzCon is demonstrating it as we speak. We aspire to bring the world together in epic entertainment. I truly believe in the positive power of video games. When you get it right, we create a common ground, blah, blah, blah. This con from people over the world. This is amazing. Positive power. We will do better going forward, but our actions are going to matter more than any of these words as you walk around this weekend. Let's hope it's be clear how committed we are to people expressing themselves. We've seen many of you expressing yourself this morning. You know, know, today you're going to see a lot of hard work in of the Blizzard team. I'm personally so proud of what we are building, and I hope you love it too. Thank you for joining us. So he said, "Yeah, I'm sorry and accept accountability," but he didn't say for what. He did, you know, it's, it's, he tried to address it, but he tried to address it in a way that would appease those certain country. Yeah. So does that put it behind it for you? Like, is that, is that enough? Were you hoping for more? I don't know. I, I, I think I was, I was hoping for more. I was expecting less. Yes. So in that sense, it makes me happier, but not as happy as it could be. So, you know, no surprise there are people protesting BlizzCon the whole time. Yeah. Yeah, no. As they have a right to do. Yes. So should we talk about all the stuff that wasn't political at BlizzCon? Can you? Like, is that... Yeah, sure. Um, Diablo 4. This one, not on your phone. No, this is the actual Diablo 4. Yeah. Not, again, like, not there to to appease China. Um, Did you watch the, the, the cinematic? Uh, I did not watch that cinematic because I, I hate to say it, but I was, you know, I tried playing original Diablo many moons ago and it just, you know, was not my thing. So I know people uh, at work who, you know, were into who were and still are into Diablo. Yep. So they're they're excited about it. But yep. It's so do you remember when Diablo three came out and, and people's reaction to it? It was it was too bright. So here's the thing. It's not that it was too bright. It's that it was, it seemed like lighthearted and it wasn't, it wasn't dark, right? It's not that it was bright. It just wasn't dark. It wasn't gothic. It wasn't like, I need to go into the corner and cry for a little bit and, and wrap myself in a blanket. Diablo 4 moves back towards that. I watched the opening cinematic and I'm like, holy, it is, it is dark. Ah, uh, they they are they are making a return to form, as it were. Well, those who 
like Diablo will hopefully then enjoy it. I, yeah, I, I expect so. Like, the opening cinematic involves, let's see, uh, torture. It involves um, killing your own comrade. It involves summoning of a demon. It involves a blood sacrifice. It involves a willing sacrifice. Uh, it's just, it's kind of creepy. It's really dark. <clears throat> I'm kind of curious as to where the story's going to go. Hmm. <clears throat> but yeah, that's, uh, that's Diablo 4. It has been announced. Uh, they have not announced a release date, because why would they? Yeah. No surprise, there's already now another World of Warcraft expansion. I mean, they've already stated they have, like, the next seven expansions, like, set up. Yeah. Um, cool thing about this expansion, and I need to watch the trailer. Wow, that... <gasps> That's that's a Lich King. Why is there a Lich King on the... Because the Lich King is... Oh, shit. Yeah, supposedly okay. it's <clears throat> opening up a version of Hell or something. Cool. Uh, they're doing a level squish. A level squish? Yeah. Have you heard of stat squishes? Nope. So a stat squish is when they're like, okay, currently the low value of strength is zero and the high value of strength is 10,000. We're going to change it. And the low will be zero, and the high will be a hundred. It's not making you weaker; it's just changing the numbers and changing the scale. Okay, so it's it they're they're recalibrating the math, <clears throat> right? Okay, they're doing that for levels this time. So instead of level one to like a hundred and twenty, it's going to be one to sixty. So your current level is going to get divided in half. Well, they haven't really said what's going to happen. Hmm. And it's just, I think it's mostly just to, to make the numbers more manageable. But as part of that, they're going to be doing things like rebalancing uh, the different zones and how the zones react to you so that you can actually go through them. New factions, new high-level raids, and an all-new character class, but... Really? Yes. What's the new character class? I don't know. I, <laughs> I just saw there was a new expansion of World of Warcraft, and I'm like, mm-hmm, sure. Oh, man, I've missed so much lore of this game holy crap <clears throat> sylvanas has destroyed the lich king's helmet what <laughs> what god damn i need to figure out what's going on okay so maybe there's <clears throat> not a new character class yeah i don't see anything about that yeah i okay somebody had a bad i don't article. know where you got that <laughs> i was just reading an article all right so hearthstone is getting their next expansion Auto. more dragons Autoplay or something? Yes. Auto Battler. Yes, called Battlegrounds. What is the Auto Battler? Do you know about Auto Chess in Dota? <laughs> no. <clears throat> I do not. What is Auto Chess? I think it's where you don't you just kind of just a game that you don't play. Like what do you mean Auto Chess? <clears throat> I think it's you just um <clears throat> you just put minions on the board and they automatically do what they're going to do? Yeah. And you, okay. rather than build the deck, you kind of just are given options for minions. And if you can, I know if you can combine three of the same minions together, they create a golden copy, which is stronger. <clears throat> okay. <clears throat> yeah, during, okay, arrange your minions. Okay, so you want to adjust your best arrange minions positions on the board. In between combat phases, you can place recruited minions from your hand onto the board. Or switch their positions by simply dragging the card into the desired place. During combat, minions on the left will attack first. Which enemy is attacked will be completely random unless your opponent has a taunt minion in place. 
which will always be attacked first. Okay. <clears throat> so they have, yeah, it looks like you don't actually get to, you basically build your wall of minions on the board. And then it just goes. It goes, and then um, you and I think seven other people will basically fight randomly against each other, and then after one round of combat concludes, you'll head back to the tavern, reorganize your minions, blah, blah, blah. And then you'll go, if yeah, if you make it to the next round, you'll come back, fight another random person. <clears throat> and then if you, you know, if you're still good, then you'll go back, rebuild your board again. And then it's, it, you know, you keep playing until you lose. Okay. <clears throat> okay, the amount of points lost or gained is determined by which place you were in when you were knocked out and the skill rank of your opponents. Ending the match in the top four will generally increase your skill rating, while ending in the bottom four will lower it. So... It's uh, it's gonna be interesting. Overwatch two, Overwatch two, Electric Boogaloo. Yeah, I cried. Like honestly, I watched the video and it's it's so emotionally manipulative. Like you have to cry. Yeah, no zero zero hour. It makes me keep going. Man, Blizzard really should just. Make, make a, a movie. Make a movie. Like, honestly, just make a movie. Been saying that since like Warcraft Three. Just I th- make a damn movie. I think all the <clears throat> the, the cinematic stuff there. I think uh, I saw this when I was looking at the YouTube thing. <clears throat> I think some. Mm-hmm. I swear I saw this. Hold on, I'd have to find it again. What are you looking for? The I was looking at the U. Let me hold on. Let me click on the video. Get back to there because in the autoplay on the side had yep all. All Overwatch animated short films and origin stories, its length, one hour and 20 minutes. Yeah, I believe it. <coughs> so they already uh, I have. challenge you to watch the, the zero hour cinematic and not tear up. I did, and I did not, because I don't have any emotional <laughs> connection to any of these characters. You didn't tear up at all? No. Okay, well... Because it was kind human. of... <laughs> I'm not human. <laughs> you're just not human. You know, I'm watching the trailer and I'm like, okay, you know, this is... Also, I, I tear up easily to movies. Like, it's just a thing that happens. <clears throat> yes. When Dave told us, hey, go see Up right after you get married. That'd be great. It's a great Did movie. I say that? Yeah, you told us that Up was a great movie to watch. And so we watched There's it There's no just... way I said that. Yes, it was. You told us that Up was a great movie. I mean, we should it go is see a great it. movie. Yeah, I know. We should tell us that you told us to go see that right after we got married. And no, that... I... Fr- that could not, because <coughs> that was during the time when I was like not really a Pixar fan. I think you're confusing me with someone else. No, you were the one who told us that it was a great movie. Okay. <laughs> this, this is why Kate does not trust you anymore. <laughs> I swear it wasn't me. <clears throat> so yeah, so there was big announcements across the whole Blizzard spectrum, and still. Like, as we saw, the first thing we talked about was the apology. No, the first thing we talked about was Diablo 4. Well, no, we talked about the apology before that. Nope. No. There's a lot of cool stuff that came out of BlizzCon, though. Um, yeah. There's one that's not on your list, which is there were updates for Warcraft 3 Reforged. Oh, was that the remake of 3? Yep, because they remade StarCraft. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Right, they did the StarCraft remaster. Uh, and so now they're doing Warcraft 3 reforged as a remake of of warcraft 3 which i think is their way of doing warcraft 4 because they can't right 
Yeah. As long as they have World of Warcraft, they can't make a Warcraft 4. No. So Warcraft 3 Remaster is like the closest we're going to get to that. And it's a little unfortunate because it means there aren't like new units. There aren't new factions. There's not a new story. It's it's a reforge, right? A remake. Mm-hmm. Um, but some of the stuff that they've been promoting about it is actually pretty cool. Like they're taking uh, some of the stuff that was done in World of Warcraft and bringing it back. Uh, because in the original one, like they hadn't really fleshed out some of the cities. And so they're taking some of the designs and some of the uh, the the characters and things they did from World of Warcraft, and they're bringing that into the game. Uh, They are getting a ton of upgrades, and this is probably the most important part, to the use map settings things. Because you know what comes of Warcraft 3 use map settings, right? Dota. That's where Dota came from. Yeah. That's where Tower Defense came from. Murloc models were actually just retooled undead ghouls? Yep, I'd believe it. Huh. So they're making some changes. Well, that should be good. There was also another thing that we didn't talk about, which was the uh, update to Alpha Star. <clears throat> Ooh. Yeah, that was also <clears throat> talked about as well. Um, the fact that <clears throat> Alpha Star is now Grandmaster level. Now, is, is that Alpha Star in the I know the entire map, or nope. Alpha Star is in the I'm limited to what a human could see? Alpha Star now has the same kind of constraints <clears throat> that human players play under including viewing the world through a camera and stronger limits on its actions per minute oh right because it took like 600 apm yeah which i had i i you know they said this at the very top of the article and they put a little asterisk and i'm like i have to read this whole article to figure out where the heck this asterisk is it's at the very bottom yeah um agents which is the ai were capped at a max of 22 agent actions per five seconds where one agent action corresponds to a selection, an ability, and a target unit or point, which counts up up as up to three actions towards the in-game actions per minute counter. Moving the camera also counts as an agent action, despite not being count- counted towards APM. So they literally cranked down its basically its speed, right? If I'm reading this correctly? Yeah. <coughs> That's, uh... They made it play with the in-game camera, and they cranked down its speed, basically, to, you know, I'm not going to say, well, I'd say human speed, but I'm just going to say, like, top-level professional, professional players. Speed. Yeah, professional yeah. player speed. So, you know, and it now can play in one-on-one matches against and as Protoss, Terran, and Zerg. So it's now got, basically, one-on-one across the board for all of them. And yeah, it is now Grandmaster level out there in the wild. Which it's it's other thing that it's doing now is it said that it's um uh when they were doing the the self play against it they also basically didn't have both sides playing to win they had hmm. uh the opponent side basically playing to exploit weaknesses so it wasn't playing to win it was just there to find the weaknesses and and target those yes so that the huh the basically the good side can learn the one from that's its trying mis- to win. Yeah, can learn from its mistakes. Cuz they they talk about a, like a rock paper scissors sort of thing where the if the AI is always playing to win and not learning from its mistakes, it's just going to be in a cyclical <laughs> thing there with rock paper scissors just going round and round and round and round and round. So yeah, so they had they had exploiters come in and try and basically have the AI learn more robust strategies. <laughs> so but yeah, no, it's 
its initial policy had it playing the game better than 84% of all active users. Shit. <clears throat> yeah, right off the bat, it was that good. We're, we're, we're dead. Well, I was always dead in StarCraft, I mean. No, I mean, like, us as, as a, like, I, I, I may have watched three or four, like, Terminator mythology storyline timeline videos yesterday. And so I'm looking at this like, oh, shit, we just invented Skynet. <laughs> like AlphaGo literally just made the militant arm of Skynet. Great. Don't know what to tell you. But I can segue to the other parts of uh, the alphabet overlords because... Sorry, what? say that again? I, I can segue off of this to another part of our alphabet overlords. Sure. Maybe. I mean, I'm still just, I'm, I'm dumbfounded that... Alpha Alpha Star has has done this and just oh my god, Andy! It took him like less than a year. I know, right? Yeah, because they had well, they had the the the, the face off from, was back from in, their first unveiling. That yeah. was back in January. Yeah, it was back in January. Yeah, <clears throat> where they yeah they had the they had the <clears throat> exhibition match back in January, and then they yeah. released it into the StarCraft II community anonymously. Where people basically didn't know that they were playing against the AI. I wonder because I know that in in Go they did the same thing, right? They made a a Go player on the online Go boards, and that was AlphaGo. And I think like a couple of the professionals were like, "Who is this?" Oh, this is that new. Like they knew that it was it was weird. They knew it was doing weird things. Yeah, I wonder if at like the top level StarCraft players, they were like who the hell is this new character? Like, who is this person? <laughs> I don't know, but or they... Is, are there just so many of them out there that they, they couldn't figure it out? Well, how many how many people play StarCraft II? A lot. View all Battle.net game replays? Yeah, they have all of them out there. Oh my god. You can download all of their matches. Current population for 1v1 in the ladder for yeah. StarCraft II... 365,678 is the current population right now. How many? 5,000? Uh, oh, 365,678 ranked okay. teams. Yeah. 197,116 mm. games per day. There are wow. almost 200,000 <clears throat> games of StarCraft II played per day. So here's my question. Did they have Alpha Star playing only one game with a human at a time or did they split it and have like five versions of the computer that was playing five different games and then they could just bring all that back like why if you it's a program right copy yeah. it um, <coughs> each of the protoss terran and zerg agents is a single neural network so they had they had at least three they had at least three they had at least one protoss one terran one zerg I'd have to dig into the paper more if I wanted to really find this out. So, uh, oh man, this is a lot of AI data, a lot of AI data. <laughs> it would make sense though if they would just take it and you know split it out. All right. So moving on from Alpha Star, other to, alphabet stuff. Yep, Waymo. Okay, different direction. I thought we were going in, but yeah. What about Waymo? Well, we can stay with the Google and the AI because the Google <laughs> Waymo self-driving minivans are yeah. now actually self-driving. There is no other person in the van. There is huh. there is now, right now, no safety driver behind the wheel. I, I thought you couldn't do that. Well, 
in Arizona, you can. Hmm. Because right well, now then, there is ah. there is a there is a very specific geofenced environment that these completely driverless. <laughs> <coughs> but that's the seed, right? Yeah. <clears throat> if you are in Arizona and you are part of the early adopters, um, yeah, early ride program members are people who are selected based on what zip code they live in and are required to sign NDAs. But the rides are for free at least for now. So you'll get behind the wheel of a driverless minivan and it will pick you up and drop you off. Your ride is free, but supposedly can't really tell anybody about it. And you have to be in a very specific area. That's pretty cool. It's, it's terrifying at the same time. Um, do you, I think they're just going to keep expanding the, the geofence. Yeah. I think this is going to be like the little catalyst, right? This is, this is the, the seed that, Oh, shoot. What's it? There's a term for it. Nucleation. This is the nucleation point. This is the like the thing that it just starts crystallizing around. Mm hmm. Oh, that's pretty cool. So, yeah, no, there are now entirely driverless cars out there getting controlled by Google's AI. (sighs) And in other world domination news, Google bought Fitbit. For how many billion? 2.1. 2.1 billion. Which I really like Fitbit as a company and as a customer service company. For mm-hmm. Fitbit, the customer has like always come first. And that's yeah. not just an expression. Like over profit, the customer comes first. Yeah, no, there's been multiple times where both Kate and I, when we had our Fitbits, had problems, emailed Fitbit, and they said, okay, we'll just ship you a new one. Yeah, like, it's it's not worth our time to fix this. We're just going to give you a new one. Yeah. Free of charge. Mm-hmm. Is that going to go away? That has been the question of the day. Because Google says that they're, you know, not going to kind of... Um, says it will not use... Oversight? Yeah. <clears throat> well, not using data for, for ads and personal information is one thing, but, like... Will I still be able to say, hey, my watch stopped working and have them say, oh, we're really sorry to hear that. Have another one. It's it's an interesting question. Or is this the resurgence of Android Wear? Well, I think that's what the idea was, is the fact that Google has been trying and trying and trying to fight the Apple Watch and has just been getting smoked at every turn. So this is, you know, this is their hopefully their leg into the the market because Fitbit hardware seems great it's just their software has been mm. so maybe you know google can finally get a good decent google watch it'd be nice yeah i i found did i tell you i found my my moto 360 yes yes you talked about that last time yeah and that it's working i don't know why it's a little annoying one of my trainees noticed it and asked if it was a an original moto 360 a gen one i, t- I said yes and at the end of the week, he came up and said, so if a Gen 2 appeared in your mailbox one day, <laughs> would, you, would you want it? Because like, he, he's moved on from those to other watches, and so he says he's got one that's just sitting around. So I might get a Moto 360 Gen 2 for free. I'm still curious if I want to move on to the Galaxy Fit, which seems weird to go from a Galaxy... <clears throat> What was the old one called? The Galaxy <clears throat> Fit 2? Oh, sorry. The Gear Fit 2 is what the old one was called. Now it's called the Galaxy F- Fit. 
you know, do I want to try and move forward to that one? Because supposedly <laughs> what's really nice is the fact that it's got a full, supposedly like eight day light. Oh, yeah. Seven day battery. Mm-hmm. And it's, <sighs> it's made with a swim ready design. So it should hopefully be, you know. IP68. Yes. Is it six is the highest for the first digit? There's no IP70 anything, right? Uh, I don't think so. Uh, IP67 versus 68. IP rating chart. Here we go. Yeah, yeah. 6, 8 is the highest. Sal is protection. 8 is liquid <laughs> protection. Right. <clears throat> 8 is uh, water for more than a meter. Yes. There is technically an IP69K. What? Hmm. What the heck is 69K? Uh, 69K. What does IP69K mean? 69K, protected against close range, high pressure, high temperature spray downs. Oh, that. So that's like medical grade cleaning stuff. Food processing. <laughs> so a ni- something that is 9K can go in your dishwasher. Yes. <clears throat> it means you could literally throw it into your dishwasher. Yeah. This would be some of the stuff like when I was working at Pfizer, some of their equipment would probably be considered 90 or 69K. Yeah. Gotcha. Which would make sense for what the what the product is being used for. So Google's buying more stuff. Uh, in fact, I saw that they bought another thing after Fitbit. I didn't, I don't remember what it was. Let's see if I can find it real quick. Uh, list of mergers and acquisitions. Google buys Fitbit. Google, Fitbit, Fitbit. Holy crap, that's a lot of acquisitions. <laughs> it's a long list. Google Fitbit, Google Fitbit. Ah, Looker. That's actually not recent. It's back in June. Okay. Google bought Looker for $2.6 billion. I don't know what Looker is or was. Oh, it's a reporting system. Data exploration and business intelligence. Okay. Why did Google buy Looker? The list of mergers and acquisitions by Alphabet wiki article yeah is intense yes that is a big table a lot of things january line of google yeah in january google also spent 40 million to acquire the tech behind fossils smartwatch so yeah they they really are trying to they're they're looking for the wearables yeah that's it's definitely what they're trying to do all right what else do you want to talk about on here um Sony uh, has Sony has trademarked the next f- uh, five <clears throat> PlayStations because that's surprising. Yeah, they have now have trademark have. applications have been submitted up for PS six, seven, eight, nine, and ten. Okay, five comes out next year. Mm-hmm. <coughs> right. So so does Project Scarlet, and Microsoft has now revived the Xbox All Access program, Ooh. which gives you also an uh, path to update your console yes huh uh here's how okay so players in the u.s and uk who purchase an xbox one console with xbox all access have the option to upgrade to project scarlet once it's available holiday 2020 and they've made 18 payments okay so what i'm reading in this in microsoft's update i i'm not sure what to think of sony's other than like more of the same Stadia is scaring Microsoft. I could see that. Right? Yeah. This feels like Stadia is scaring Microsoft, and they're saying, what can we do? How can we organize our business model to compete with that and handle that? 
Because that's going to be one of Stadia's biggest selling points, is never having to upgrade your console. Yes. <clears throat> never having to worry about new hardware. You just got to worry about your pipe being big enough. Yep. Which, evidently, my pipe is big enough. Who knew? Speedtest.net. <laughs> oh, I didn't even post that topic. Um, huh. T-Mobile is looking at doing home internet. Interesting. It is, yes, it is not currently in my area, but the idea would be $50 a month, no data cap, LTE home internet. Yeah, but I think my internet's faster than LTE now. The new service will offer 50 megabits per second home internet for $50 a I'm month. I'm definitely with, getting more than that. Yeah. Where am I at? Spectrum. Yeah. My current LTE connection is giving me three megabits per second. Four. Hold on, I'd have to turn that off. Yeah, I'm getting right now 60 down off the cable, 64, 65, 70, 70 down. This is off your, your home network, right? Yes. Turning off <coughs> Wi-Fi, finding server. Okay, going from here to Detroit, speed test. My LTE, <coughs> oh wait, I'm going to a T-Mobile server in Detroit. Wait a second. Whoa, hold on, let's back this one up a bit and try this again. <laughs> yeah, let me let me get off the T-Mobile network here first, <clears throat> just to see how it is without. Yeah, to, internally on the T-Mobile network, sixty-eight down, five up. Moving myself off of T-Mobile network, <clears throat> uh, thirty, thirty-five, forty, forty-five, forty-five down, five up. Okay, so yeah, so T-Mobile's going to be offering home internet fifty dollars a month. A little bit slower than my current internet. So the question would then become, you know, okay, how much is the 20 buck difference worth to me? Worth to you. Yeah. Yep. So like my, my download speed right now on my, on my Wi-Fi to my cable is 216 down. I got four on LTE. But you 216 down? What the hell am I supposed to be at? <laughs> this Cause seems like, I, I swear we just had this conversation. I know, but... You know, in reverse, I also have spectrum, so I should be trying to find out. Yeah. You know, where, where am I? You know, what am I supposed to be having? So here, if I if I stay within spectrum's network and go to Eau Claire, let's see if that changes my uh, connecting. Yeah. Two hundred and fifteen to twenty. And keep in mind, this is over my Wi-Fi. Yeah. Two twenty two and nine and a half. 10 down or 10 up for some reason they they really limit your upload speed well it's because most of the time people need downloads and not uploads yep most people are asymmetrical users uh, not like us yep. you know who are both currently uploading i mean but not we're uploading at what we did not 11 megabits per second no uncompressed audio no yeah no our I'd have to check at work because at work we've got a lot of upload streams, but yeah, that's we're in the radio business and we're streaming our content out to the internet. So, yeah. Anyway, uh, anything else you want to talk about? Um, nothing in particular. Um, Outer Worlds is out. I hear it's really good. I have no idea what you're talking about. Uh, it's a game from Tim Kane. Okay. Do you know who Tim Kane is? Nope. Tim Kane is the guy who invented Fallout. Oh, okay. 
he he made the original Fallout with a couple other people. It wasn't just him, but he he was kind of the driving force behind it. Um, and they made a new game that's Fallout in space. Hmm, that should be interesting. So, uh, Steam, uh, EA might be coming back to Steam. There was some leaks on this, and and people realized that there was some authentication work that was happening between Steam and Origin. Well, what's going to happen to Origin then? If if there's a fair god, it'll just disappear. <laughs> I don't like Origin. I don't like having multiple stores, which is the problem I have with Outer Worlds. Is it's exclusive on the Epic Game Store. <clears throat> oh yeah. yeah. Oh, spe- speaking of Steam, um, CS:GO is uh, stopping sales of loot box container keys because, according to a blog post. The global fraud networks have recently shifted to using CSGO keys to launder their ill-gotten gains. Wow. At this point, nearly wow. all key nearly all key purchases that end up being traded or sold on the marketplace are believed to be fraud sourced. Wow. They're money laundering by buying and selling keys? Yes. Wow. Man, organized crime will go anywhere. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a new logo for Edge. Uh, is it an E? Because well, if it's not, it's a, what the frick is this? E-ish. Well, because Edge is chromium, right? Yeah. So that design, if you really look at it, it has elements of Internet Explorer, right? It's still kind of an E shape, but it also has elements of chrome and chromium. Three colors swirled around a central dot. Hmm. I like it. I think it's good, and I think it it differentiates edge from internet explorer enough that people will now realize they are two different browsers that this is not just like it, it's the same problem nintendo had with the wii and the wii u yeah okay uh random review yes your review my review um so i know i talked about a couple weeks ago about the uh magnetic um mount mount for my cell phone for the car yeah um well, I got the new phone, and I was curious to get um, to actually use the wireless charging for it because supposedly it's got the ten watt wireless charger built into it. Uh huh. So I found the iAudi Easy One Touch Qi wireless charger vent mount on Amazon, and so the idea is it's a, it's a wireless charger. It's also a mount that plugs into your air vent and. You can attach it and detach it quickly with one hand. So it's got these little um, arms on the side that are the release bars that open up the clamps. And you can pull the phone out. And there's a little button on the back of the, the charger, basically, that when you set the phone in, it hits the button and it automatically closes the clamps against your phone. So you just set the phone in there. It automatically clamps on its own. And then when it's time to release it, you just squeeze the little bars behind it and it opens and it up the opens clamps. Up. And you can grab yep. it one hand. Sweet. And it's wireless charging. Oh, neat. I mean, it's wired because yes. the you still charger have, is plugged yeah, in. The charger is plugged into your cigarette lighter. Yep. Um, but it also or has... It your, does it have to go to your cigarette, like to a 12-volt socket, yes. I assume? Yes, it's a 12-volt tw- car battery or car yep. charger, basically. And it's also night is, nice is the car charger itself also has an extra USB port on it. So you can you can plug you know another device into that and also charge it. Um, 
problem I had is is the fact that the I should have gotten the iAdi Easy One Touch Two <clears throat> Qi wireless charger because I was not charging at fast. I was charging at standard, which is five hundred milliamps, mm-hmm. which is not the ten not watt. Not a fast charge. Not a fast yeah. charge. So, hmm. especially since the Easy One Touch Wireless Two is the same exact price on Amazon. So, yeah. There it, is a newer model of this. Yeah. The same price. Yes, it was not so you, it was not currently available and I I thought I had the right one cuz they had yeah. they had the picture of the Pixel 4 on the old one. <coughs> but I got it and I plugged it in and I'm like this is not working right and let's go back to look and I'm like wait a second they changed the picture to not oh, no. the, not the Pixel 4 one. They put the Pixel 4 on. So are you are you returning it? Yes, I am currently returning it, and I have ordered the newer model, which should be showing up on Tuesday. Okay. So I'm glad that you said something because I was like, maybe I should order this. No, no, order on the link that you sent me. No. Okay, <laughs> I would it, recommend posting not the link that you sent me on our list. Like, I get that it's the one that you're reviewing, but like. I'm, the one I'm um, reviewing is great if you have an iPhone older or, phone. or one of the Samsung phones listed. <clears throat> Not if you have the, the 10 watt charging. Yeah. So if you have a, if you have a new Galaxy, because the S10, 9 and 8, and the Note 9, and the, uh, the newer iPhones all work with this at the faster speed. But for some odd reason, it did not play well with the Pixel. So, I am now trying out the newer model. Okay. But let me tell you, man, that one touch, like... To open it? To open it, I can do it one-handed, no problem. I can put it, because I'm left-handed. I have the phone on the left side of the steering steering wheel. wheel. Made for Google Pixel. Yeah. Uh, The the thing that plugs into the, the cigarette outlet. Yes. It just monopolizes that, right? It doesn't have, like, a little USB out on it? The newer one? Um, no, the newer one has an, another USB port on it. Okay. So you can plug another thing into that, another USB. Because right now my cigarette outlet is taken up by a, a converter that has two USB ports on it. Yes. I still and have, I, I, don't I, want... I, I currently have that as well with, as basically my backup right now. Right. Because when I, I don't got want to lose that. Yeah. So you still have a USB port available. Okay. Cool. I'm not sure what the amperage is out of that USB port that's on there. I would have to, I'd have to download some apps and borrow Kate's phone to to really get into it. But Kate said no. So. <laughs> okay. Cool. 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 Well, I think that's random topic now. Yeah. So you know, if you've got a Samsung phone, you can get the older one. You should be fine. <clears throat> but if you've got a Pixel, the older model does not work. So I'm going to try out the newer model, and I will come back to you um, later this week. But man, that one-touch release and open, I can do it, no problem. Bing, bang, boom, Bob's your uncle. So yeah, so random topic. <coughs> yep. Rolled ahead of time. Yep. What is the code to input a CSV file into a data frame in R? Data left uh, angle bracket dash. So it's, it's your variable name. And then a space, and then the the input operator or the assignment operator, which is a less than dash, right? A left arrow, and then a space, 
and then read.csv, open parenthesis, double quote, file string, double quote, right parenthesis. But your file string, even if it's on a Windows device, uses the wrong slashes. They should be forward slashes, <laughs> not backslashes. Really? They screwed that up? Well, they didn't screw it up. Like, that's, that's what you would use in Linux and Unix. They just didn't make it change for Windows. Okay. Now, I did have to look this up to remind myself, because it's been a long time since I've used it, but... I have no I idea it. what he's talking about during this. I just sent you an image of the, the code. Okay, that's great. <laughs> yep, that's it. And, and once it's there, you can do whatever you want to it, because you're in R. Like, all I did is I said, okay, now that I've got that thing, plot, left parenthesis, my data, close parenthesis, and it generates a... Come on. I'm waiting for my screenshot program to come in, and it's having trouble doing that. There it is. Uh, it generates a grid of scatter plots. It generates an N by N grid of scatter plots. Sure. <clears throat> the only ones in there that actually the only one in there that makes any sense is the one that is latitude and longitude because like ID and name are strings. I don't know what it's plotting on those. That's really weird. Uh, but the latitude and longitude are actually numbers and the, the one in the bottom, the third row, fourth column is the actual positioning of all the portals because I used an ingress data set. Oh, yep, yep, I see that. That that looks. That's your campus. Like the thing I've shown you. Yep. Yeah. That's Epic's campus. Yeah. Yeah. No, I recognize that now. Like, oh, I've I've seen that layout before. Now, how I can plot just that single one, I don't remember. I don't know how to use R. It's been way too long since I've played with this thing, and I'm not going to invest the time in it right now. But the question was, how do I import a CSV file like that? Well, there you go, people. I. Do you know what R is? No. It's the it's oh. the LMNOPQR. That's So R is actually a, a really powerful like statistical analysis tool. I keep on trying to type R into my search bar and instead I just keep on going to Reddit. Type R Studio. <clears throat> There's a snake. What? I searched for R and then I got this picture of R. Did, did you search for R Studio? Oh. Our interface to Python. That's why there's a snake. Okay. Okay. That's why there's a snake. Yeah. There's a snake in my statistical analysis. Uh, sure? Did you hear snake? <coughs> Bye. <clears throat> anyway, R is really powerful language. Okay. You just gotta, gotta run with it. Alright. Uh, that everything? Yeah, that's everything. That's a wrap. This has been another episode of the Random Access Podcast. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, corrections, suggestions, remarks, reviews, rebukes, retorts, or just rants, feel free to contact us. You can find us on Twitter at RAPodcast, or send us an email at mail at RAPodcast.net. Thank you for listening. <laughs>